Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano. Today's guest, Jerome Randall, stops in. We talk hoops. We talk life. Let's dive right in with Jerome. Jerome Randall, welcome to the show, Fadeaways and Fundamentals. What's up, my man? What's going on, man? Nice to be on the show. Uh, pleasure having you. Thank you for uh, being here. Hey, so... Um, just to quickly get in right into it, um, so I know you're a basketball player. You played for um, Berkeley, uh, started for them for three years. You were all-conference Pac-10 player. Um, how was that? How was um, that big Pac-10 basketball rivalries with USC, UCLA? How, how was that for you? Uh, it was good. Uh, just coming from Chicago. You know, uh, I was I was definitely familiar with a lot of rivalries. You know, uh, with with different type of players from uh, the South Side of Chicago. You know, and just going into college basketball, you know, it kind of just carried over. But it was more so of schools. You know, uh, universities against universities. So uh, playing against USC, but more so Stanford. You know, those are big rivalries. You know, and uh, Isaiah Thomas and things like that. Man, it was uh, it made college basketball a lot more interesting and a lot you know a lot more competitive. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Now, g- coming from Chicago, how how was it getting recruited to Cali? I mean, what was that feel like? Not not staying in your hometown or 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 playing right there um, in the Midwest. How, how was that? Uh, well, honestly, I actually did want to stay home, um, but at the time, I wasn't recruited by the schools that I wanted to go to, which was Illinois or you know Marquette and DePaul. Uh, so, you know, I had a really big, you know, um, AAU, you know, tournament that summer, my last one, you know, and that's when I started to gain interest in, um, you know, Midwestern schools. So, you know, Cal came into play and at the time, you know, they were showing more, you know, more love and more interest in me than other schools. So, you know, I took a shot at it, you know, just to get away from home and actually been the best, best decision I made, you know, just to get away and, you know, grow up a little bit, just, a, you know, Southside kids just never really leaving Chicago, you know, so it was really good for me to get away and, uh, you know, experience some things. That's cool. Now, um, with that, you know, getting away and experiencing some things, did you ever feel homesick or did you ever feel like, man, I mean, I mean, school might be a little tough. I mean, I don't know what's what's going on here. I don't know that many people. I don't know the area. Did you ever feel like almost in a rut where you felt like almost giving up? And if you did, what got you out of that? Um, definitely homesick. Uh, more so homesick with like my mother because, you know, we were we, we are close and we were definitely close at the time. You know, so just missing like different type of foods and you know things like that. So any opportunity I had to go back home, you know, I was there. You know, I tried to get back to Chicago as much as possible. As far as giving up, um, I think early on in my career things wasn't going you know as planned. And um, I didn't want to give up on basketball. You know, I, I did question it a little bit because I felt some guys were doing better than I was and I wasn't given an opportunity to, you know, showcase my talent like I wanted to. But um, I just stuck to the, you know, to the program. I stuck to, you know, my hard work and dedication and, and things pan out, you know. So I think that's what a lot of people have to understand. You know, even when things get a little tough, man, you just got to stick to, you know, what you do best and just work hard and, and I'm sure things will pan out the right way. That's cool, man. Like speaking to like younger youth players or even college players that are in your shoes, did you have a influencer or maybe 
a role model that kind of guided you in the right way? Um, I think my work ethic and, and me knowing exactly what I wanted out of life was my influence. Um, I didn't let anything else steer me away from what I really wanted to do. Um, it's, it's good to have someone you can look up to, but at the end of the day, you should always know what you want out of life. So no matter, you know, who it is, you know, if you believe in yourself, you know, nothing's going to steer you away from what you want. And I think that's the reason why I was able to stay focused and do, you know, the things that I was able to do in college because I knew exactly what I wanted out of life. And that was to be a professional basketball player. So, you know, my focus was on that alone. Ooh, I love that, man. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you know who Les Brown is. Um, I follow him a lot. He's a motiva- motivational speaker. And he always says a setback is a setup for comeback. And I lo- I mean, I yeah. love that. I love that. I mean, people that get set back, they're always like, oh, man, I might, I might as well just give up. Hey, it's like me, man, this podcasting ain't, it's not panning out the way I want to. It's like, nah, man, that's a, that's, that setback is just a minor setup for something else coming yeah. even bigger. I love that. I love that you were preaching like that. Now, you've had nothing but success overseas. I mean, you won championships. You were MVP. Um, you were MVP in the finals playing overseas. How, how has overseas been to you? Um, honestly, I, I I think that that, that that experience made me grow up a little bit. Um, being away from home, um, different culture, uh, language barrier, you know, um, all type of things you have to deal with from being away from home. A lot of people don't understand that it's really tough to deal with, you know, living in Europe for 10 months, especially when you don't have anyone there, you know, and early on in my career, it was just me. Uh, so, you know, it made things a lot diff- difficult, you know, for me. So I had to figure out a way to, you know, grow up and step outside the box and, and just try to figure out a way to, you know, blend in with everyone else. But for the most part, um, it's a good experience. Um, I appreciate all experiences that I had, the reason why I'm in the position that I am right now because of the experiences that I had um, along the way. I just finished my eighth uh, professional uh, season, so, you know, um, I really feel I wouldn't be here if, if I didn't go through the things that I went through over my time uh, in Europe. Wow, okay, that's cool. I'm, I'm feeling that. Um, I like that you dug deep in, and figured out a way to overcome those uh, language bearers and those situations. I mean, shoot. MVP winning championships. I mean, that's it doesn't get any better than that. Um, so why not the NBA? Why isn't the NBA called you? Because I mean, like you you train with my man Jordan Lolly, and man, watching you in person, you, your handles are some of the craziest that I've seen. Man, you are so explosive and fast. Um, I think um. Every, people have to understand timing is, is everything. Um, I think coming out of college, some things happened that shouldn't have happened, you know, uh, leading up to the draft that I don't want to get into. But um, all I can say is that, you know, like, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, I, I just think it's all timing. Right. Um, you know, maybe, maybe I wasn't the, you know, the right guy for their team. Um, I feel like, you know, my talent is definitely, you know, on a level where I can, you know, compete and, and be, you know, a great player 
you know, in the NBA, but, you know, it's, it's basically, it's not up to me, man. It's yeah. not up to me. And I think, you know, the further along, the longer long it, it takes to get in there, the harder it is it's going to be to actually make a roster. You know, you got 60 new players coming in every, every year and, you know, you know, out of sight, out of mind, you know, and it just got to a point where, you know, I had to take care of my family, uh, married now for four years. So, you know, just waiting around, you know, you know, wasn't something that I was willing to do anymore, you know, because at the end of the day, man, I still have a family to take care of. So, um, for the most part, man, it's just, it's really up to the NBA and what they want, man. But and I know I'm supposed to be there. I know my talent is, you know, exceptional. I know, you know, um, a lot of guys in the NBA respect me and know who I am. So, you know, all it takes is one team to just make that call and give me a chance, but it, it's yet to happen. So, you know, I'm just enjoying basketball, you know, right where I'm at right now. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah, I know it can get political. Um, so what do you fear in life? Nothing. <laughs> okay. I don't fear. I don't yeah, I don't fear too much. Um I wouldn't say it's a fear, I just I just want to be able to make sure that my, my wife and my kid is, is set for life. That's like, you know, my ultimate you know, uh, worry or, you know, something that, you know, I work hard to do to make sure that they, they're taken care of. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. I think that's every father's uh, dream and aspect in life. What what Are you living yeah. your dream right now, playing overseas and, and playing playing here and all this basketball? What, what What is that? What's your dream in life, sir? My dream in life is to to become the best Jerome Randall I could possibly be. And I honestly feel I am living my life. I'm, you know, I'm living a dream because, you know, I'm not only, you know, um, Jerome, the basketball player, superstar, whoever, you know, however people may call it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm traveling the world and showcasing my talents all over the world. You know, people know me everywhere. So, you know, um, maybe that's my calling, you know, to be, you know, you know, professional, you know, superstar all over the world and just not in the United States. So, you know, I'm blessed to be able to travel around and showcase my talent in all these different countries, you know, and uh, and make an impact on these kids' lives and things like that. So, you know, I'm really, really uh, blessed about that, about all the opportunities that I have and had in front of me, you know. So, you know, I'm just going to continue to play basketball at a high level so I'm ready to just hang it up. Okay. Now, now with all of that, you know, you're, you're playing at such a high level, and, and I know it takes a lot of demand. It's not just God-given talent. It's hard work. And some of these kids, you know, they want instant gratification. Um, so in that, what makes a complete player to you? You have to be disciplined. Uh, discipline is a major key in uh being a consistent pro athlete. You know, a lot of these kids, you know, they have it so easy right now. You have, you know, social media that's, you know, allowed them to, you know, get on these major platforms and things like that. You know, and um, it basically I feel like it takes away from the hard work that they're supposed to put in. You know, but everyone, you know, you see the, the public success, but you don't see the private struggles. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, a lot of these kids... Um, need to understand, man, it's, it's a reason why, you know, we're professional athletes, you know, it wasn't just handed to us, you know, at the time, you know, we were growing up, we didn't have social media, so everything that we got, 
you know, we actually put in the work for. And I'm not saying that they don't put in the work for what they they have right now, but it's a lot easier, you know, nowadays than it was for us growing up. So, you know, um, at some point, man, if you try to cheat the system, it's going to catch up to you. It's going to catch up to you. Yeah. You know, so you have to put in work and be consistent, you know, with, you know, your craft. And if you don't, man, at some point, you know, you're going to have to answer for that. You know, hard work definitely pays off. And people don't really understand what that actually means. You know, they think just making it to the NBA is enough. But, you know, are you going to stay there? You know, There's a lot of top ten players that get drafted that can't even stay in the NBA because <laughs> they don't have the hard work. They don't want to have the work ethic, you know, to stay there. So, you know, you just gotta you gotta have some type of longevity, man. You have to figure out a way to stay there and and keep working when you get that big contract. You know, I want to continue to get big contracts, so I'm gonna keep working. Yeah, man, I love that you throwing heat at these young youth kids and college kids. Man, I love that. Thank you. Now, um, with all of that, what has the game, what has the game taught you? throughout life? Like, what life lessons have you learned through basketball? Um, just to not take it for granted. Don't take the game for granted. Um, it's a lot of life lessons that I've learned because of where I'm from, but not taking the game for granted. Um, respecting the game, respecting the people that come along the way, respecting your family, respecting, you know, every everybody around you because at some point, man, it's going to come back on you. So, you know, I just... I just believe in just putting a lot of respect out there and, and uh, trying to be the best person, best athlete and professional I possibly can be. You know, no matter, you know, you're going to have people out here that's going to throw salt on your name and, and talk bad about you. But, you know, if you stick to the process, you stick to, you know, what it is you believe in and, you know, and the work that you put in, no matter what anyone said about you, you know, it's going to, things are going to pan out for you. You know what I'm saying? So you just yeah. have to just stick to what it is you want out of life. And, you know, you're going to have a lot of bumps in the road. But, you know, it will definitely come your way, man, if you stick to the process. Ooh, I love that process, baby. Throwing, throwing, you throwing a dime right there. How's uh, how's working with Jordan Lolly this summer? Uh, Jordan Lolly is like my brother, man. Um, we have a, a type of connection a lot of people wouldn't understand, man. Like, he understands he understands me as a player, and most importantly, man, he cares about people. You know, it's a lot of trainers out here that are just trying to get the next buck, but he literally takes the time and care. Like, he really, really cares about, you know, his clients, you know, and he's willing to, you know, run through a brick wall for them. You know, that's why, you know, I have much love for Jordan Lawley. You know, on top of it, he's just an exceptional trainer and what he does, but, you know, that's not – what draw me to him, man. I, I just like to be around great people, you know what I'm saying, and, and people that you know, really care about, you know, like clients and whoever else, man. And this dude is just a class A standout guy, man. So I got much love and respect for him, man, and I just think he's the best out, out here. Yeah, me too. I mean, I I, I don't know, man. I, I met him a couple years ago, and my, my son and I, we travel from San Diego once a week to go visit Jordan, sometimes twice a week. And man, I, I learn something from him every day as a coach. And the stuff that he shows and, and puts the time and effort with my son, I, I can never thank him, man. It's it's just a it's a blessing to have the guy in, in Elijah's corner. I, I'm truly blessed to have him 
in my son's corner. He, he like you said, he is one of the yeah. best. Um, who? Yeah, who's your favorite player, ever? My favorite player growing up, uh, um, Michael Jordan. But you know, guys that I, you know, I looked up to and you know tried to model my game after would be Allen Iverson for sure. Okay, okay. Now, what was with that? Then, what was your favorite go-to move? I didn't have I have I didn't have a really go-to move, man. I just I got it done, man. Yeah. I just had something like I was able to, I was just able to create as I go. Like a lot of times I didn't even understand what the hell I was doing, but I did it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was more create on the go. Okay, you know, okay. Certain moves that I work on, I put it to test, but man, it's just my creativity, you know, at the drop of a dime is just exceptional in my eyes, man. I could just you know, just put some things together when it needs to be put together. You know, so <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. I love that. I mean, create creating. What's your favorite uh Jordan basketball shoe then? Um my favorite Jordan basketball shoe would have to be the elevens. Okay. Eleven breads. Ooh, yeah. the eleven breads. I was like I was thinking you might say the space jams or the concords, but there you go. Eleven breads. I like that. Feeling that. Okay, last yeah. question, sir. If you were to leave this earth today, what are three core values you're going to leave behind as a note to anybody to read? Hard worker. Honest. And a family man. Deep. I like that. I like that. Well, hey, Jerome, it was a pleasure you having on the show, bro. No problem, man. I appreciate you having me, bro. Bro, thank you so much, man. And uh, when this drops, oh, actually, before that, if anybody's listening right now and they want to just get a hold of you, ask you a question, um, anything like that, where can they find you on social media? Instagram, you can find me, Jerome Handle. I mean, Handle Randall. Handle by Randall. Um, on Twitter, Jerome underscore Randall. Um, have a website, JeromeHandleRandall.com. And uh, I'm a guy that, man, I ask, man, you, you reach out to me, you have any questions, man, I'll take the time to respond. So uh, I'm not one of those guys that don't, um, no matter how many followers on my Instagram or, or whatever the case is, man. You, if you want to reach out to me, you have any questions, man, I'm, I'm the guy that, that will respond back and try to give you as much uh information as i possibly can so there you go so to you to your youth players high school players college players reach out to my man jerome and he is going to hook you up with some information or some wisdom best of luck my man just best of luck to you and the fam and best of luck to you in basketball man because you're you're an inspiration to watch I, I i show my son all your videos through jordan all the time Man, you're doing great things, buddy. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. You have a good one. All right, brother. Peace out. Thanks again. Uh, Later.